as if even the ancient figures on the monuments, in their stiff collars and long black robes, had their eyes fixed on her red shoes. It was only of these that she thought when the clergyman laid his hand upon her head and spoke of the holy baptism, of the covenant with God, and told her that she was now to be a grown-up Christian. The organ pealed forth solemnly, and the sweet children's voices mingled with that of their old leader. But Karen thought only of her red shoes. In the afternoon, the old lady heard from everybody that Karen had worn red shoes. She said that it was a shocking thing to do, that it was very improper, and that Karen was always to go to church in future in black shoes, even if they were old. On the following Sunday, there was communion. Karen looked first at the black shoes, then at the red ones, looked at the red ones again, and put them on. The sun was shining gloriously, so Karen and the old lady went along the footpath through the corn, where it was rather dusty. At the church door stood an old crippled soldier, leaning on a crutch. He had a wonderfully long beard, more red than white, and he bowed down to the ground and asked the old lady whether he might wipe her shoes. Then Karen put out her little foot too. Dear me, what pretty dancing shoes, said the soldier. Sit fast when you dance, said he, addressing the shoes and slapping the soles with his hand. The old lady gave the soldier some money and then went with Karen into the church. And all the people inside looked at Karen's red shoes and all the figures gazed at them. When Karen knelt before the altar and put the golden goblet to her mouth, she thought only of the red shoes. It seemed to her as though they were swimming about in the goblet, and she forgot to sing the psalm, forgot to say the Lord's Prayer. Now everyone came out of church, and the old lady stepped into her carriage. But just as Karen was lifting up her foot to get in too, the old soldier said, Dear me, what pretty dancing shoes! And Karen could not help it, she was obliged to dance a few steps. And when she had once begun, her legs continued to dance. It seemed as if the shoes had got power over them. She danced round the church corner, for she could not stop. The coachman had to run after her and seize her. He lifted her into the carriage, but her feet continued to dance, so that she kicked the good old lady violently. At last they took off her shoes, and her legs were at rest. At home the shoes were put into the cupboard, but Karen could not help looking at them. Now the old lady fell ill, and it was said that she would not rise from her bed again. She had to be nursed and waited upon, and this was no one's duty more than Karen's. But there was a grand ball in the town, and Karen was invited. She looked at the red shoes, saying to herself that there was no sin in doing that. She put the red shoes on, thinking that there was no harm in that either. Then she went to the ball and commenced to dance. But when she wanted to go to the right, the shoes danced to the left. And when she wanted to dance up the room, the shoes danced down the room, down the stairs, through the street, and out through the gates of the town. She danced and was obliged to dance far out into the dark wood. Suddenly something shone up among the trees, and she believed it was the moon, for it was a face. But it was the old soldier with the red beard. He sat there nodding his head and said, Dear me, what pretty dancing shoes! She was frightened, 
and wanted to throw the red shoes away, but they stuck fast. She tore off her stockings, but the shoes had grown fast to her feet. She danced and was obliged to go on dancing over field and meadow, in rain and sunshine, by night and by day. But by night it was most horrible. She danced out into the open churchyard, but the dead there did not dance. They had something better to do than that. She wanted to sit down on the pauper's grave where the bitter fern grows, but for her there was neither peace nor rest. And as she danced past the open church door, she saw an angel there in long white robes with wings reaching from his shoulders down to the earth. His face was stern and grave, and in his hand he held a broad shining sword. Dance you shall, said he. Dance in your red shoes till you are pale and cold, till your skin shrivels up and you are a skeleton. Dance you shall.